Welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour, episode 37. What's up, people? <laughs> that was a really weird pause. I don't like it. I don't like it. The cat said, or what, what's that joke? Why did the, uh, I'm going to mess up the joke already. The bear, the bear walks into a bar, right? And he goes, I'll take a drink. And the bartender's like, why the long pause? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this is why nobody <laughs> listens to us. I know. I just started things off with terrible You, you just jokes. lost every listener. <laughs> every listener we worked, we worked hard to gain. It's just bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. How <laughs> how's uh, your week been? Uh, besides messing up that joke, it was uh, it was not bad. I, it I was feel- a, uh, what's up? I was, I was like, when you did the pause, I didn't think it was part of the joke. And I was like, is he actually Googling the joke right now so he can tell it? <laughs> No, it's a real joke. And I, I, I think I got it mostly right. Um, it's a, the band Teenage Bottle Rocket actually has a song where they, they sing about that joke. Um, so it's a, it's a really funny uh, album called Under the Covers, and they cover other bands songs, but the, the catch is they're not popular songs. They cover like really random unknown songs from very you know, under the radar bands. And so they have a music video where one of them is dressed up in a bear suit at a bar and they're singing like this song, which is about this joke. And they actually have like the punchline of the joke in the song. It's really funny. It's funny. Yeah. They're like, why the long pause? And then it's like punk rock, you know, punk rock riff after that. It's just like, oh my gosh, you guys are ridiculous. Um, no, but the, my week was uh, interesting. It was different than most other weeks. I was with my daughter uh, a lot this week and which was a lot of fun. So we, uh, we watched uh, watched Zombies Three on Disney Plus a bunch of times, which is like basically kind of like High School Musical. You know, it's like a Disney movie where they sing a lot, and my daughter really likes that. And so we've been listening to the soundtrack for that song a lot as well for that uh, show. I mean, because she's really into it. I've watched it like eight times already. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, kid life. It's like I, I like this. Can we watch it again? It's like we we it just finished. We, we just watched it. Can we not? one more time? One more time, and I'm like. Ah, and then I inter- tried to introduce her to like an old Disney Channel show that like I watched, um, like I watched a little bit when I was younger, like The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Remember that show? No, I never watched that because I'm an adult. You're an adult. I am not. I act like an adult, but I am a child, and I tell people that you're the child of the show. But but now the truth is out. See, um, I wouldn't even but, say you act like an adult. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, where's my allowance? Where's my allowance? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but I tried to introduce her to the show because I'm like, hey, if she likes a TV show, maybe we can at least watch different episodes. That didn't work because she found an episode of the show that she liked. And she's like, can we watch that one episode again? <laughs> oh no. I'm like, I'm like, no, stop why? Stop it. But yeah, it was good, man. And I played this was another week for me where I played more video games than music. And I actually played like a wide variety. So I, I listened to a lot of music for sure, but I listened to a lot of, uh, I don't want to say older stuff, but I listened to really zero new releases, even though there were a couple new releases. I've listened to a lot of just what, whatever I felt like listening to. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, kind of the same way, uh, music-wise, just kind of all over the place. Listening yeah. to like not my normal stuff, per se. You listen to the Zombies 3 soundtrack too? Uh No. I did send you, did you listen to that album I sent you a link to? You sent me a link to an album? Yeah, you like read the message. At least it says you did. 
Let me see. You do that thing it. where you read my message and then you just like forget that you read it and then you just never go back and. <laughs> no, I usually do read it. Oh yeah, that link. Oh yeah, the one I didn't click on that link. Yeah, that one. No, I I didn't listen to that. That looks cool though. Wow. I listened to oh, I listened to it today. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 <laughs> wow, I'm I sent that like three days ago. I'm sorry. Sorry. Wow. I'll listen to it today. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I your message was so touching that I didn't see the link that you sent. What message? You were like, here, listen to this. Oh, yeah. So touching. No, it says it says super solid alternative, not a bad track on the album. That's what you said. That's what I said. I listened to the whole thing. I like it. That that's your review. And then you were like, I have a problem. And I was like, <laughs> out of the mini, which one is it now? <laughs> Followed uh, by, did you know she plays trumpet? <laughs> she plays trumpet i played the trumpet <sighs> like that that like that kid i like turtles <laughs> <laughs> oh man what'd you do this week uh man i'm super super busy at work uh i finished registering for college so i'm about to take 12 credits here in the next couple of weeks which is gonna suck because i'm gonna be like when i'm not at work i'm gonna be locked away in my office doing schoolwork uh, but I only need 30 credits to graduate, so. You're going to be, you're going to be locked away in the tower, forced yeah. to do your homework. 30 credits to graduate, so I should be done by, like, next fall. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Very so. cool. Very cool. How's the family? Oh, good, man, except for the baby just, she's, like, getting the rest of her baby teeth in all at once. Oh, yeah. Like, she's got, like, 10 teeth coming in right now. Ooh, and, uh, that's always fun. yeah just, like bite biting you not even that just like her mouth hurts so bad all she does is cry like all day and like she's to the point now where she doesn't like medicine anymore oh no so like she won't take the children's <laughs> tylenol uh or the mucinex because she's getting real congested uh because oh, yeah, of the yeah. teething mm-hmm. and she won't she won't take either of those so we're like having to hold her down and like force it down her throat and, oh uh, no yeah dude it's been it's been miserable she She's like, there was a couple of days this week where she only slept like 45 minutes. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Like 45 minutes. And then it, it was so hot. It's been so hot here. And like AC is not a thing in Europe because it normally doesn't get above like 75 degrees. Yeah. Um, but like one of the days it hit like 106. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness. Yeah. So every, like, it's so hot. Like all the trees are dying. All the grass is dying. Um, and we, we haven't really had enough rain to counteract it, but they, they ended up having to close her daycare because they don't have AC and the ambient temperature in the room was like 95 degrees. Wow, dude, that's gross. Yeah. So they called us they're like, Hey, we're, we got to close. You got to come get your kid. I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been pretty hot here, but, <clears throat> but not, not that hot, but it's, <clears throat> it's definitely been high nineties from, very very like not not the 105 106 but i'm gonna say it's been like at least 98 to like 101 a couple days this week it's been pretty toasty yeah it's uh pretty toasty pretty warm here i looked at the forecast for the next week it's not gonna be in the 90s it's gonna be in the 80s but that's still hot like uh, yeah yeah and then my next my next couple weeks will be super busy because uh we pick up a, a new class on Monday. So I'll be, I'm not teaching, but I have to evaluate. So it's so weird. It's so weird to me that it, 
uh, AC is not a thing in Europe. Like I, I, I totally believe you. It's just like, I never even thought it's one of those weird things that you don't think about. Cause I've never lived outside the U S. So it's just like, what do you mean? You know, what do you mean? AC is not a thing. It's like everywhere you go has AC for the most part. Yeah. It's cause it normally stays so cool. And all the buildings here and houses are built out of concrete. So, uh, you know, it's pretty well insulated. So once you get it cool in your house, it stays that way until it's 2000 degrees outside because then it just heats up the concrete and heat just radiates out of your walls. You're just like, oh, I'm in an oven. Yikes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, oh. That's crazy, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's miserable. I mean, when it gets that hot, I mean, it's been hard to go out and do things outside for that very reason. It's like, let's just go sweat and be miserable. Like, that sounds great. Yeah, like we want to go out and like just walk around and get fresh air. But with uh, Angela being pregnant and like the, the baby, I'm like just not no, I'm not about to go walk around in a hundred degree weather. Yeah. You're, you're like, no, thank you. You know? Yep. Which is, Plus it's, it's not good for you. It's like, you got to drink water even when you're not thirsty and you got to just be careful. Like, otherwise, you know, you're like, why do I, why do I have a headache right now? Why does my body hurt? It's like, cause the heat's getting to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Plus the, it's like a super bad year for pollen here too. And Man. I normally don't have problems with it, but I'm getting a sinus infection like every three weeks because of all the pollen. Yeah. You're allergic to all the gaming. Yeah. Well, my son is somehow allergic to the grass in Germany here. Really? Dude, he had zero problems with it. And then he had like his last day of school was like a field day or something. Uh-huh. And he, he came home and was just covered in all these little red dots. And at first we thought like, did he get exposed to monkey pox or something like that? Yeah. And uh, they were like, no, it's not that. And they put him on like a allergy uh, thing to help with like a, an allergic reaction yeah kind of like prescription benadryl and it went away oh, weird um, and then he you know obviously that was just a short-lived thing and so now anytime he goes outside and touches grass he just breaks out i'm like this is stupid <laughs> and then i told him he was genetically inferior to the rest of the family <laughs> you're like you're like you're like watching you're like we're gonna have a marvel movie marathon we're gonna figure out how to genetically alter you so that this doesn't affect you so, yeah but like, and then it, it itches, obviously. So then he itches and it spreads. I'm like, you got to stop, man. If you're going to go play outside, like I'm going to cover you in like calamine lotion. Lily does that too. She gets really itchy and then she just like complains about it and starts scratching. And I'm like, please stop scratching. You're going to make it worse. She doesn't listen. Just keep scratching and is more miserable. And it's just like, ah, kid, like I yeah. get it. Even as adults, it's just like this itches. I should probably leave it alone. And then you just, you know, go crazy scratching it. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Did you see? Yeah. Oh, I, I guess I could bring this up in the gaming segment. You're a No More Heroes fan, right? Uh, I yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't honestly played any of the games, but like I know what game you're talking about, and uh, it, yeah, it, they're cool games. Oh uh, well, uh, I'll just say it now. Apparently, it's not going to be a Switch exclusive after October, so they're going to bring it to uh, the PC Series X, S, PS5, and Xbox One. No More Heroes Three. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I remember watching um, the first one. I think it was a Wii exclusive, right? Like the original Wii, because it. I remember. Yeah, like, yeah. In, it's the been like a Nintendo. Thing, it's been like a Nintendo exclusive franchise. Yeah, which was like really controversial because it's a pretty like brutal game. Yeah, it is an M-rated game, I believe. Yeah, and it was like a. a Oh, excuse me. It was like a Wii exclusive because you're supposed to use the nunchuck to control your little light sword thingy. And then the sequel, I think, was a Wii exclusive as well. Like you said, it's been like a Nintendo exclusive franchise. Yep. Pretty crazy. That's cool. 
Very nice. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Well, what what have you been uh, what have you been listening to this week? Like the the classics or new stuff? What have you been jamming out to? Uh, well, there's that the the album I sent you, Young Rising Suns. Their their new album is out. They're like an alternative band, uh, but they're like alternative pop almost. I would say. What they're... would you compare them to? let me let me let me look here like, it doesn't have to be an exact comparison but like a band that we've both heard that we both like like just the closest comparison you can think of you don't have to answer now just i'm just curious uh i, I want to say like i'm trying to think of alternative bands right um, okay i'm gonna go i would say eve six okay that's okay sweet uh but if eve six was british <laughs> You mean British? British. If I don't even E6 know if this was British. I don't even know if they're if they're like a UK band or what. Let me let me look before I fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this before you <laughs> before you say something. <laughs> yeah, hold on. That's okay, man. No worries. I I looked up. Hey, full full transparency here. We've looked up things on the podcast before. Okay, using the internet. I've been uh, I've been listening to a track that we talked about um, a couple weeks ago. Um, the <laughs> The idea from Black Bear. I've been listening to that quite a That's bit. A I, I really like that song, dude. It's it's a very catchy song. I've been listening to uh No Use for a Name a lot, just like a variety of No Use for a Name, because that box set came out this week and I didn't I didn't buy the box set, but it made me be like, Oh, I want to listen to No Use for a Name. So I just like dipped back in and started listening to a lot of their like late 90s stuff. Um really, really huh. enjoying that. Do you do you want to know how indie the young rising suns are? <laughs> How's that? So I'm on their I'm on their uh, Spotify page, and uh-huh. under their About Me section, they literally say text us, and they list a phone number. <laughs> uh, nice, probably to like their probably social media manager or whatever. Why don't uh, you text them and say like, what alternative band are you most like? Question mark. But to answer your question, they're not British at all. They are from New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, you were close. <laughs> <laughs> um but let's see here what do they say about them been a band since 2010 uh oh wow they got like the trifecta since 2010 they said uh we've been we've been played on the radio signed a major record deal then dropped from said major label <laughs> toured the u.s canada and the uk <laughs> Where we play some cool festivals and a lot of sold out shows. Also, some shows shows to a crowd of five people, including the bar staff. <laughs> oh wow, <sighs> that's funny. Oh, they say they say some of their influences are Jimmy Eat World. So I'm gonna have to delete them. No, <laughs> <laughs> are you being serious right now? No, I'm joking. Oh, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, it'd be hilarious. A band that you like, and they're like, we love Jimmy Eat World. They're our favorite band of all time. No, but they're so they're like an alternative band. Uh, Nice. I don't know. I, I would compare them to like Eve six ish style music. Okay. That's, that's a good comparison. I'm going to, I'm sorry that I didn't get a chance to listen to it. it. It has been an extremely uh busy week. And like I said, I've been not, I haven't been at home a lot. And uh, every time I've been in the car, like I told you previously, we were listening to what my daughter wanted to listen to. Um, Cause she's just head over heels for that new movie. But anyway, um, but I will, I will listen to it. Cause I've got some, some time for myself some time for myself but yeah the uh their their i guess lead single off that that album which the name of the album is 
uh, Still Point and A Turning World. Uh, okay. So the, the lead single is called Easy Dreamer. But uh, there's there's a bunch of good tracks on there. There's one called Beach Bummer, which is pretty good. Nice. I like the name. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah I will. I like talking about music too. I mean, we obviously don't talk exclusively just about pop punk. A lot of the stuff we talk about is pop punk, but we listen to to everything. You know, I think it, I think it's cool because you listen to a lot of more alternative. I feel like um, with the pop punk, and then I typically listen to like like heavier metal and things like that with the pop is, punk. And, is there and bring a, up some of that? Is there a genre called alternative punk? Probably. I, I would be shocked if there wasn't. Because I feel like I feel, even though bands are labeling themselves as pop punk, a lot of times they're more on the alternative side. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you can't really even trust like what, what a label is. Cause like, there's been a lot of bands where they're like, you know, whatever, like you said, like New Jersey pop punk. And you're like, okay, cool. And you put the band on and you're like, this isn't like, I don't feel like this is pop punk at all. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I've been listening to a lot of Lincoln park. <laughs> oh, nice. Like, uh like old Lincoln Park though like hybrid theory and uh what was their second album um Meteoria yeah yeah right yeah okay and then uh that reanimation it was like the the fucking house mix redo of uh hybrid theory. yeah oh, I so good. that a lot too yeah <laughs> did it um did it start with one thing what and you don't know why I oh that would be why that's how I started for honor it felt like it didn't even matter how hard you try. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. That was that was bad. But yeah, so I, I like went down a Lincoln Park rabbit hole and they did like this whole concert. Um, I guess a few months after Chester Bennington died and they did like the uh, it was just like a celebration concert for him, I guess. But they yeah. had like a bunch of random uh, not random like artists come on and, and sing his parts. And uh, yeah, there was actually Blink-182 had a had a song on there. That they, I, they came out I saw what you're talking about that show that video is really good I ended up watching that randomly too a while back yeah I watched all three hours of it <laughs> yeah it's it's super super good man that was that was so so sad when he passed man yeah it was a bummer um like it's it's crazy the uh just mental health man mental health and like just how it affects people right. that you don't even know it's affecting it's just like it's it's absolutely crazy like yeah I hope uh you know I hope that people find some joy in, in what we're doing here. And if anybody out there, you know, on the, on the listening to the podcast is going through anything like, please, please, please go talk to somebody and you or know, talk to comes. us. I'll talk to you. Yeah. Josh probably won't Cause he's a piece of shit, but I'll talk to you. <laughs> hey, how dare you? <laughs> I'll talk to you. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. You're going through that. Here's the next number. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. No, that was, <clears throat> but it was incredibly sad though. And like, if I remember correctly, it kind of came out of nowhere, the news of him like passing. Uh, yeah, it was like, it, I mean, obviously nobody expected him to just die. Yeah, just kind yeah, of exactly. I just remember opening my my news feed and it was like lead singer of Lincoln Park found dead, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, because he was like thirty. Was he like thirty eight or forty? He was pretty yeah, he's like right, pretty pretty young. Yeah, <clears throat> they're a great band, man. I mean, when you think of bands that completely like. I mean, basically almost invented a new genre. To you find an entire, like, decade for, for kids growing up in that area. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it, when you think back to high school, you know, yeah. which is when uh, Hybrid Theory came out for, for you and I, it's like, can you think of very many albums that are like Hybrid Theory, where it's like, they were just everywhere, you know? No, and then it, 
it was one of those, like, it didn't matter what kind of music you normally listen to. Everybody was listening to that. It's like, oh, you like rock? Cool. You like Linkin Park. Oh, you like rap? Oh, sweet. You like you like Linkin Park. Park. You like punk rock? Oh, sweet. You like Linkin Park. Yeah. Like, you, you like you country? Like a... It's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your red solo cups. <laughs> you like country? Hard pass. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. That was unbelievable. Even some of my favorite artists now, like, um, manifest a rapper that i really like that does a lot of rap rock stuff himself he like always talks about lincoln park is like one of his biggest influences for getting into music and and obviously being in like the rap rock genre you know like like they just defined so much in music it was crazy yeah it was absolutely nuts and then they kind of fell off i think after uh what was the third album they did meteora meteora and then the last one I remember, the last one I listened to, which might have been their last one in general, was um, Minutes to Midnight. No, I don't think that was their last one. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up okay. right now. Well, Minutes to Midnight was when I, I don't want to say stopped listening to them, but that was the that was the last one that I, that I fully listened to front to back. And then I just kind of like didn't, I don't know, didn't really seek out any of their new stuff after that. So it was Hybrid Theory, and then Reanimation followed that, and then they did Meteora. And then it was, they had a live album, which I never listened to. <laughs> right. Uh, Minister Midnight followed that okay. up. And that had a lot of good tracks on it. Yeah, that has a Shadow of the Day. I, lo- I love that song. Yeah. And uh, Bleed It Out. Um, what else is on that on that record? Man, I, Shadow of the Day is probably my favorite song on that record, though. I really like that song. And then they did another live album. And then they had A Thousand Sons, which I think was probably the last one I actively listened to. See, I I don't know if I've heard anything off that one at all. Oh, I'm sure you have. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Pull, pull a track that I think you probably heard. Uh, a, th- a Thousand ir- Suns. Yeah, Iridescent. Okay, yeah, that sounds familiar. And, and The Catalyst. Okay. And The Messenger. Okay, never mind. I've heard a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they had a bunch there. Uh, Didn't recognize the title, though. Which one? Uh, the Castle of Glass. Which album had that on there? I haven't heard that song, I don't think. Was that? That was, oh, that was off Living Things. Nice. But I actually, so Living Things, I, I really didn't listen to a bunch. I just remember listening to Castle of Glass, which apparently so does everybody else because that has over 260 million plays on Spotify. Ooh, I don't doubt it, dude. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's- after living things, I, I kind like, of dropped off a little bit. Yeah. And then one more light, the last album they put out, I actually think I listened to a lot. Nice. But I'll have to go back and listen to some tracks. of their newer stuff. I, I don't know. Like I, I like hybrid theory a lot. I go back to that time to time, but minutes to midnight, I actually did quite enjoy that album front to back. And I was still working at Best Buy when that came out. And I remember that um, in the store and I remember that album being kind of, polarizing like some people really liked it and some people didn't because there was some different stuff in there compared to their earlier you know compared to like hybrid theory and their earlier stuff they experimented a lot you know they were one of those bands where like if you liked one of their albums it didn't necessarily mean that you were going to like all of them because there was a lot of variety yeah like uh uh, their hybrid theory and meteora were very similar almost identical in style yeah and then and then they started like going down this rabbit hole of like doing experimental stuff i think Mm -hmm. 
they finally settled. So their minutes to midnight, like that style was kind of where they stayed. Yep. And uh, they just didn't uh, change too far from that, I, I don't think. And then there was that Lincoln Park, um, <clears throat> Lincoln Park with Jay Z. Oh yeah, that they had that. That's so like, good. Yeah, it was. It was, super... it was like an MTV special. Mm-hmm. And it was super different. Like, like I said, I mean, if you if you like Hybrid Theory and you're like, oh, I'm gonna like all their stuff, and then you listen to everything else, you know, there was a lot of variety in there. Yeah, they're that a was, great band. That was at the height of Jay Z too. Mm-hmm. He, I think he he had just released like the Blueprint two or something like that. And right. you definitely you definitely pre-ordered uh, Eminem's new signed record for three hundred and thirteen dollars, no. right? Yeah, so it's another greatest hits. It's Curtain Call Two. Curtain Call um, Two, yeah. It's gonna have, but it'll have some new tracks on there too. Yeah. Uh, and like, I was looking because he had a bunch of bundles, mm-hmm. but anything that's a bundle is, uh, well, he had like he had a bundle with a CD, and I think that was like one hundred twenty-one dollars. Um, and then he had a bundle with a cassette. And that was 313. And then he had the signed vinyl. Just the signed vinyl was 313. And if you go with just a regular vinyl, it's like 70 bucks. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I, I didn't even want, like pre-order the regular one. I was like $70 for one vinyl. I was like, oh my gosh. Cause I have like all his albums on vinyl. Mm-hmm. So, but I was like, I'm not paying $313. And then like it said, they were sold out. So I don't know if the, the bundles actually went live yet or if they're going to go live at a later date, but all the bundles are sold out. I don't doubt it. Yeah. I mean, the $313 signed one was out. Like I saw somebody commenting in our Facebook group about that. And I was like, that has to be a joke. There's no way he's charging three hundred. Well, you know, that's for his, his area code that he grew up in is 313. Right. Right. <clears throat> exactly. But so like, no, I, know, I know why they, I know why they did that number. But still, like to, bucks, dude. to charge your fans that it's Eminem, like, it's Eminem. Ooh, People pay yeah. for it. Like I, I was telling my daughter about the vinyl and how expensive it was, and she was like, "Why?" And I was like, "You know why?" And she was like, "Explain." And I was like, "Because you don't even listen to Eminem, and yet you know who he is. That's why." And she's like, "You have a fair point." <laughs> <laughs> True, and Eminem. Like he, I mean, he he's the same like uh he fits in the same genre as lincoln park with like what he did for music you know what i mean it's like same kind of thing it's like if you're talking about rap music especially around the time that lincoln park was huge it's like eminem obviously is comes to mind right it's like the curtain call slim shady like all that stuff you know and it's like you said it's like even people that did not grow up with eminem know who he is and are hearing his songs now and he's still relevant so iconic yes (laughs) yeah exactly exactly uh, yeah, the orange vinyl signed is sold out. The blue cassette signed is sold out. CD is sold out. Uh, you can still get the regular vinyl if you want to drop 65 bucks on that. Yeah, you're right. 313 bucks for the curtain call to blue cassette signed. Wow. Yeah. And even like I was reading about it, it's not going to feature anything prior to relapse. And I'll be honest with you, I don't like a lot of his newer stuff from relapse on. So I was like, eh. Yeah. I mean, he still has some good stuff, like, but nothing that I'm going to jump through hoops to get a $70 vinyl. He's very similar for me to Linkin Park, where, like, the older stuff and kind of some stuff in the middle are my favorites. Like, I'm with you. I haven't really listened to a lot of the new stuff. Yeah, didn't he do, didn't he do the, uh, 
Man, it was kind of a return for form for him. Let me Google again. I'm a lot, not Google, but search. It's all right. Welcome to our welcome to this week's music segment where we we reminisce. <laughs> yeah. Well, Once I mean, talk about, well, here, here you go, people. Our, here's our 10 cents, but our two cents is free. Oh my gosh, please stop. A new sense. Who sent you sent for me? <laughs> the fact that you still know the lyrics like that is pretty, pretty good. Thank you, man. I, I can rock the whole song if you want. If you want to do a listener special one day and I will freestyle Ice Ice Baby front to back from memory, I'll do that for you. <laughs> no, thanks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, remember that. Uh, remember that two trailer park girls go around the outside. Around the outside. <laughs> around the outside. <laughs> yeah, the Marshall Mathers LP uh, two was like he, he kind of was a return to like old Eminem for him. I remember listening to that one quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and then like, I haven't listened to a whole lot of his new stuff because apparently that was in 2013. He released that. I liked the new, um, the new track that we talked about a couple episodes ago that he did with CeeLo. Um, I, I did like that track. Yeah. Uh, and apparently that's from a soundtrack. Like that's really uh, part of a movie, I think. Yeah, I was talking to my buddy at work who, who's like a big Eminem <clears> fan, <throat> and he always gives me shit for liking Machine Gun Kelly. Um, oh yeah, but, but he was the one that he was like, "Oh, his songs are like, dude, yeah, his songs are too short." And you're like, "Dude, listen to like, have you listened to Bad Religion lately? It's like if they have a song longer than two minutes, like that's lengthy for them." Um, yeah. Hold on, I gotta respond to a message. Responding to messages in the middle of the podcast, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm just kidding. From the D2 to the LBC with Snoop Dogg. That's a new Eminem single that just came out. I'll have to I'll have to listen to that one. Hopefully you're liking our old school recommendations, uh, people that are listening. Uh, if you are listening, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Um, the King and I is the other. Their single that I was talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, I guess I guess it's from it's from the movie Elvis. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool, cool. But yeah, I guess those two tracks are going to be on Curtain Call too. Nice. I well, that's cool because I, I did like that track, and I I do think the orange colored vinyl is really really cool. There's there's been some vinyls lately that I've seen cool. advertised, and I, it's I'm getting to the point where I'm like getting really picky, and it's like uh, that's just plain green. I'm like no. <laughs> Dude, he he released this year the Eminem Show Expanded Edition, uh, and it's got 38 tracks on it. That's crazy. He's definitely written a crazy amount of music, and for being like close to 50 years old, the fact that he's still like pumping out the hits and like we talked about, still relevant. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully you like some of our recommendations and you know uh, the listeners and. If you haven't checked out Lincoln Park by now, first of all, what are you doing? But secondly, go listen to Hybrid Theory. Listen to Minutes to Midnight. Um, just like, let us know what you think. Give you know, listen to a little bit of everything because you're gonna find something that you like. Unless you like country, in which case, hard pass. Like That's so good. <laughs> I like country. Is there something for me? No. No. <laughs> no. Go go buy some solo cups and sit in your yard and turn on some Toby Keith and you'll be happy. <laughs> Oh man, I was listening to a podcast, one of my regular podcasts the other day, and one of the guys on the podcast was talking about how much he loves uh, Luke Combs, and I guess Luke Combs is like, I, from what I understand, probably one of the biggest country stars on the planet right now is what they were talking about on the podcast. 
oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I know who he is. Um, yeah. But also I feel like country's made this weird shift to alternative rock where they just, instead of like, but all their songs consist of like Paps Blue Ribbon and, and Chevy's. <laughs> That's what they were talking about is like, it, like uh, one of the people on the podcast was telling the guy that, that likes Luke Combs. He's like, yeah, if you want like everybody to come to like your concert, you book Luke Combs because he'll bring in like the young crowd and the old crowd because he's like this mix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you though, I haven't heard any of his songs. So I, I don't know. It was, it was really funny because one of the guys on the podcast doesn't like country. And then the other one was saying like, I joined it, his fan club and everything. And they're making fun of each other. <laughs> I bought an NFT today. to be part of the fan club. <laughs> Yeah, who does that? <laughs> oh man. A non-fun token. Non-fun token. Non-fundable token. That's the best answer for, right? Non-fundable. It's not worth any money. <laughs> Non-fundable. I have this digital art. That's cool. I have money in my wallet. Oh. <laughs> um, I was oh, gonna man. tell you, uh, I got my rancid European versions. Oh and... yeah, you said that those came. That's awesome. They're not what? warped, are they? No, they're very flat. Um, that's good so that's that's a that's a plus however i i feel like based on some people's uh posting in the in the facebook group that i have something wrong with one of mine what do you mean so they were supposed to be like a a bright red and like a, a blue right i think so yeah one of them was definitely bright red and the other one was yeah i, I believe blue is correct uh, can i can, what's the name of the let me see if I can look it up just to just to just to see. It was it was Let's Go, right? It was the European version yeah. of Let's Go, yeah. And you ordered both copies because the you ordered what copy for me because the U.S. version uh, like pretty much sold out immediately. Yeah, let me see, and it I'm pretty sure I got it from one two three. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought you ordered yours from um, Empiricon, didn't you? No, I don't think mine no. was from Empiricon. I'm okay. pretty sure it was one, two, three, four, go yeah. records. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm looking at it, and they have a bright red version. And if anybody who is into vinyl listens to this, and they also ordered this, um, I might need to know something. But so you said you wanted the red one, right? uh i mean that's my favorite color but like yeah, you, yeah. if you want if you want the other one that's fine well, like i'm not i'm not no no no. so i'm gonna preface this for some reason how do you feel about the color purple <laughs> uh i like it i'm good with purple bro like i opened it and i was like this vinyl doesn't look right um because obviously so i left the shrink wrap on i just slid uh, it with a, a knife along the sleeve that's fine um because i don't know how you feel about not having shrink wrap on your record uh I mean, I, I'm going to lose some sleep over it tonight, but I'll live. <laughs> so just to look at the colors, because they're not labeled on the outside of the, the packaging. And uh, sure. so the blue one comes out. And I'm like, oh, that's like a blue, uh, dope blue color. And so I'm like, all right, this one should be red. And I pull it out and it is a very dark, deep, almost purple. It doesn't Weird. look, it doesn't look right. What color is the other one? Blue. Oh. Yeah. Weird. So one of them seems like the right color and the one that should have been red. Maybe they, maybe they just put like extra like dark in there for the swirl or something. And it changed the color of it, I guess. Yeah. Cause it was supposed to be like a red swirl, right? Yeah. It was like a dark red, but it would, it definitely had red in it for Bro, sure. Like it I, doesn't look the, dark red at all. It almost looks purple. That's so weird. 
So it might turn out to be like a super rare defect, which will probably increase the, the, the value. Yeah, I've seen that happen. I've I've seen people post about like clear records that they've got or ones that are supposed to have like a swirl or something. And there's like like one little piece of vinyl that must have got caught in there during the pressing process that makes it like super duper unique. That's cool though. Let me see that's, here. I'm, that's I'm really still cool. looking. But yeah, it's uh it is it's it's really freaking weird because it's I I don't know. I wasn't expecting it to look like that. So either I'm an idiot when I ordered it and it is supposed to be like that dark. No, but. no, I don't think you're being an idiot. Like I remember the pictures when that version came out. Cause you, you ordered two and you asked me like, when you ordered it, like what color I preferred. And I definitely remember there being like, I remember it being bright red in the picture. And then there was like the blue one as well. So if it's like a dark, almost purple, that's definitely different than what the picture looked like for sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They have a new they have a new variant out for now too. Sure. It's uh it's it looks like a marbled brown. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, a lot of the stuff I've been seeing lately, um, <clears throat> there's been a ridiculous amount of variants. Uh just like I'm talking like 10 to 12 for the stuff that's been coming out lately. And it's I mean, it's cool, I guess. There's a lot of choices, but it does kind of hurt the uh you know the rareness of it when it's like only 500 made and then they do that you know 12 times yeah but so the ones we got are the um europe epitaph 2022 limited edition that's so cool so uh that'll get mailed out i need to find a box to put it in uh, i think I'm, I, I have like another vinyl box that is in pretty good shape i think i'm gonna put it in there and mail it to you well thank you so much i've got a i have a stack um, I have a stack of vinyls going for you that I can send out whenever I have a pretty big box. Have you been ordering me vinyls behind my back? Maybe. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, there's, I mean, there's things that I ordered specifically cause I knew you would like it. And there's other things where I'm like, I'm just going to get two copies of this and send one to Nick. So I've been just slowly casual. I've been putting away a Nick pile and I'm like, I'm either going to bring this to him in person or I'm going to mail this to him, but either way he's getting these vinyls. Yeah. Just. Uh, I mean, that's fine. You can mail them whenever. Um, <laughs> Don't tell me my business. Don't tell me my business, Linda. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Welcome to the old school music section. We should just call this the we are old and we're going to talk about what we used to listen to. Right. That's what we should call this because we didn't talk about anything new, but that's fine. That's well, fine. I mean, we, we talked about, talked about Young Rising Suns. That was new. That's true. That's true. Uh, are you uh, speaking yeah. of speaking of uh, music? Do you like Cat Scratch Fever? No, because Stray is awesome. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. So, uh, full disclosure, uh, I played it on PlayStation for a little bit, and then I played it on PC for a little bit. Uh, I am not done with it by any means. Me neither. Um, I'm mixed on it. Okay, I yeah, I can't really give it a full. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say review. Uh, I agree. I, I'm a little mixed on it as well. I, I can't give it a full, my full thoughts on it yet. It's very different. Um, I, I really, I like how different it is. I'm enjoying kind of the puzzle aspect of it. Um, I'm about three hours into the game. I didn't play anymore since you and I last texted about it. So I just went up the, the tower and put the thing on the tower and went back to the, the town, but it's, um it's really cool. So for if anybody's listening and is interested, it is a game where you play as a cat, a stray cat, 
and you're trying to basically get out of an apocalyptic city to get back to like the the outside world and you end up having you end up finding this little robot like helper guy that lives in like this backpack on your back who helps you solve puzzles and holds items and stuff like that and it's it's pretty unique um i do like the uh environment i like the way that like the collectibles and stuff work and like the puzzles kind of work um i mean it's like for example um one at one point in the game you're trying to find like these collectibles and it's one of them is like hidden inside of like boxes so you have to like jump on this tower of boxes and like you jump off the box and the boxes fall over and then you kind of look around some more and eventually the item you're looking for falls out but i i missed it apparently multiple times and had to look it up eventually <laughs> yeah there's uh there's all kinds of weird tr- trophies you got the trophy for meowing 100 times which i yeah. got in the first 10 minutes because i just spammed the meow button listen here right meow <laughs> yeah um that's and then good, yeah. there's a trophy for you. You encounter these like little head crab looking things called Zerks. Okay. The uh, tiny little red ones or different ones? Yeah. Tiny little red ones. Yeah. 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 They're called Zerks. It's not a spoiler. This happens in like the first 15 minutes of the game. Yeah. They're uh, like the main enemy in the game. Yeah. Uh, there is a trophy for making it through that encounter without getting hit. What? Yeah. And, uh, Apparently, it's like one of the hardest trophies for people to get because, um, like, the game control is kind of weird. Um, a little bit. And, like, even though you're running, like, so the videos I watched, they said you pretty much have to do literally a serpentine motion. Serpentine, serpentine. <laughs> they said they said you're going to be running from one, one because you're running through, like, these alleys. They said run from one, one wall and then to the next wall, like, at a 45-degree angle and just keep doing that. Um, and you should make it through without getting hit. Uh, I tried to do it hmm. probably for about an hour. And then when it didn't happen, I just continued the game. <laughs> are, you talk, are you talking okay. about the, are you talking about the, the part where you first run into the Yeah, Zerks? the very first encounter. The very, yeah, where they like pop out and, yeah, and, and then they, they're they chasing you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I died so many times in there too. Cause like once you get hit by one, like it slows you down so much that more yeah. and more just pile on and you're just like, oh my God, I'm about to die. Yeah. One of them attaches to you. It slows you down and you're supposed to mash the B button to shake them off. But by that time, like three more jumped on you. Yeah. Uh, so I tried, I tried to get that trophy for over an hour. And when it wasn't happening, I was just like, cool, I'm out. Cause it's, it's like a super short segment. It only takes like, if you do it right, like 30 seconds to get through the the chase. Yeah. Um, so imagine that for an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, dude. I, I looked up the trophy list as well. I didn't see that one, but I did see some other, really silly trophies like there's one for napping for an hour yeah so there's like there's parts in the game where you can just make let your, let your cat nap and you literally just have to sit there for an hour um there's one for collectibles of course uh man what else there's rubbing rubbing up on a on a robot yep there's one for x sc- number of times or whatever there's one for scratching something in every chapter <laughs> yep. although in like, that first chapter before you fall is there anywhere to scratch before you do that there's a tree oh really so yep. bitch. yeah there's a there's a tree right before so at the beginning of the game you're following some other cats and and you fall and that's where like you get left alone and are trying to find your way out um that happens at, like the very beginning of the game but right before that there's a tree that you can uh scratch up on yeah and then there is the trophy for beating the entire game in less than two hours yep exactly the speedrun trophy which which I imagine you're going to have to do a second playthrough because then you'll know exactly where to go and the solutions to all the puzzles um, that are required to advance. 
So exactly. Cause when I first got to the slum area, I accidentally, like I, I like exploring in games. So in my exploration, I found like basically half the journals. I found all the items that I needed before I even talked to the robots that were like requesting those items. So yeah. no, knowing where all that stuff is, you're going to have to do that during like a second playthrough. So you can just cruise through it as fast as possible. Yeah. I mean, it's very doable. Um, because when I started, so I started it on PS4, and then when I started on PC, I, I like beelined it um, to where you get to the city, and it only took me 14 minutes. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a super long game, no. which is which is great. I, and I, I think first playthroughs are clocking in right at about five hours for most people. They're taking their time and doing everything. Not doing everything, but just like they're getting to the end of the game. So maybe they miss some collectibles or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I think most people are averaging about five hours. I like how different it is. I, I mean, it's definitely, I've never played anything exactly quite like it. It's very unique. Um, and I mean, for the 20 bucks or 25 bucks, it's it's definitely worth a playthrough if you like story games, like a little bit of puzzle, like something that's not super complicated to play. Um, like Nick said, it does control a little goofy, but overall, it's still a, a fun experience. So, so here's my complaints, right? Now that we've talked about it a little bit, there is no real platforming in the game. <laughs> that's so. true because it kind of locks you in uh to whatever you're walking across so there's no danger you're like you're not like balancing walking across like these beams or whatever you're like locked into it and you're gonna run to the end of it and then you're gonna jump off by hitting a button uh to the next thing so there's no platform you tap the x button whenever it appears and you jump type of deal uh and if you if you hold it um if you hold it down it changes the jumps yep so like no platforming it was kind of a bummer um the puzzles aren't hard. They're actually really, really easy. Uh, so there's no challenge for like puzzles. Yeah. Um, and then I just don't really like the movement in general. I think the movement's kind of like, meh. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really expect the the jumping. Like you kind of walk up to something and if you're able to jump on it, like the A button appears and you just push A and then the, the cat automatically jumps to whatever you jump to. And like Nick said, you, they, the game doesn't even let you fall off of like any of the buildings or anything in the slums like you you have to you have to like jump down on things that you're able to jump on so that they definitely force you into like this is where you can go up this is where you can come down that's it (laughs) yeah so it's it's a very like linear experience i guess there's the little cities where it opens up and you can find the postcards or unlockables or whatever but outside Mm -hmm. of that it's a linear like i'm gonna point a to point b you know find the puzzle solution that allows me to open the gate yeah, it's definitely a narrative style game. You know, it's really about the story. It's about the environment. Like it, it, it is fun to play. It is very different. There's some humor in it, you know, with the robots. Like the first time that you enter the slum, which is kind of like uh, one of the hub areas of the game, the robots like all lock their doors and run away because they, they're scared of you. And when you talk to the first robot, he's like, we're going to let you like roam around our city, but please don't eat us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um so I don't know. I'm kind of mixed on it. I haven't felt the drive to go back and play it. Yeah. Uh, it is on PlayStation Plus Extra. If you have that extra or higher tier, um, it's available there. Sure. So, so if you don't want to spend uh, 30 bucks, you know, it's available on, the, on your extra tier. Extra tier. Extra tier. Um, yeah, so that's Stray. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Stray. Yeah, it's pr- pretty decent. Um, definitely different. Like once I once I finish it, I'd like to talk a little bit more about it just to, you know, just to 
finish it. But like I told you before we started the podcast, I'm uh, trying to finish uh, God of War at the moment. So I've been playing a lot of the God of War 2018 on PC this week. I've been, um, I'm pretty close to the end. I finally, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't played the game at, at this point, you know, you should, what are you doing? But I, I got to the point where you you finally get the blades, the blades of exile. And, you know, I forgot that when spoilers, you spoilers, dude, some people haven't played it. I know. <laughs> I finally got I finally got Kratos's main weapon that's on the front of the game. Like what? It's it's not on the front of the game. No. Well, no. So I said spoiler alert. I warned them. I warned yeah. them. Um, but I forgot. I forgot that during that part of the game, uh, you don't have your son with you. Mm-hmm. And that makes things ridiculously hard yeah because he's sick right yeah yeah like oh thanks nick you've run the game for everyone now no, i'm kidding um <laughs> wow yeah 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 he, he gets sick and you have to go do your thing without him for a little bit and at this point in the game it's like one of those mean mean things that developers do where they get you really used to a game mechanic which in this case is you know your your son shooting arrows at the enemies to like stun them or whatever so you can beat him up and your son's like he helps you a lot in the game and you don't have him so now it's like oh go fight on your own kratos and then you're like i suck i suck (laughs) i need i need your arrows where are your arrows Right, and I'm playing on the Give Me God of War mode, like the ridiculously hard difficulty where the enemies are just like regenerating health and just all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, this is so hard. Yeah, this this hardcore sucks. Yeah. With an X. <laughs> but man, dude, it's it's such a good game. It's so fun. Um, dude, that, that soundtrack is absolutely ridiculous. It's so good, man. The soundtrack's good. The graphics are good. Like... I mean, this is my second full playthrough. And when I started playing it on PC, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to finish it a second time, but I'll start it. And I mean, here I am, like, it's super far in, just it, thoroughly enjoying it. It's such a long game, dude. It's such a long game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm still remembering, like, the I'm remembering the parts of the game that I haven't been to yet, the fights that I haven't done yet, the uh, Valkyries. I mean, all the extra stuff. I haven't even been to that Niflheim area with the mist thing that you do. Oh, like, that haven't even, haven't constantly drains your, your health. Mm-hmm. yeah haven't even been there yet yeah and uh, you need to do that because you need that armor set to beat one of the valkyries yeah 100 percent. and that's like I'm, I'm i'm trying to do the the fire mountain part again right now um with all the challenges you know to get to get that armor and upgrade my blades of chaos, blades of chaos and stuff like that um but hey, that part's super hard too just so you know did you ever play heavy heavy rain no, I never, that game never appealed to me. Like, I know it got great reviews and stuff, but I saw videos and watched gameplay and I'm like, this is not for me. But you, you remember like walking around and the guy was like, Jason, Jason. Yeah. There's a mod for Stray on PC where you, when you hit the meow button, he says, Jason. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. So, you know, Stray, son. Oh my. <laughs> oh my goodness but That's but ridiculous. yeah no heavy rain was really good i i didn't really it took a while for me to get into it uh but it actually tells like a pretty cool story um plus like heavy rain did you ever play detroit become human a little bit that game that game was cool that concept was way cooler to me so i mean heavy rain is the same thing it just uh that game wasn't advertised very well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it start. it's super slow to start. Um, but it's made by the same person, you know, quant or in the same company. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Quantum dream, right? Quantic dream. Yeah. Quantic dream. That's what it is. Gotcha. And um, speaking ahead, of sorry. quantic dream, 
some developers who left that studio and started their own released another game this week called uh, As Dusk Falls. I think. Okay. Let me look. Uh, and it's so what it is, and I haven't played it. And I, we were talking before the show. My Xbox Game Pass app on PC is super broke. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't download anything because uh, I was going to download that and play it because it's it's like a five hour game mm-hmm. as well, but it's like a visual novel. <laughs> Choose your own adventure style game. As, as dust falls. As dusk, dust, dust, dust falls. falls. Yeah, I thought you said dust. So it's it's a visual novel. Um, the animation is is a little bit different. It's almost like a comic book style animation. Um, and the whole point of the game, there's very little actual gameplay in it. You're just making choices. Um, and then okay. you know at the end of a chapter, it'll tell you like how many people. Uh, chose the option you did and it'll show you like their story web based on the choices you made like what you like things that yeah. you past you didn't go down or whatever okay. um, the cool part is you can play like if you have people in your living room or whatever they can log into an app a companion app and when choices pop up on the screen everybody gets a vote and then the highest vote wins <laughs> uh-huh. yeah so like cool. you, you can kind of play as a group uh, it has the twitch integration uh, where you can let your Twitch followers followers vote, uh-huh. uh, and then you can set it up uh, to where you get a veto. So, like, as the main person on the account or whatever, you can veto their decisions. But I think you only get three vetoes. So that's uh, interesting, and it's a that uh, a pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a super super mature storyline. Uh, people are really really digging it. It reviewed pretty well nice but i haven't had a chance to play it because my game pass app is broken i have a really really hard time getting into games like that you've definitely played way more of those than i have i've tried the only game in that genre that i've played um and somewhat enjoyed but i I honestly had a hard time with it was like the the telltale batman game um i played i played that when it was on playstation and it was it was all right but like i just i have a really hard time with those games and stray is a little bit like that where you know there is interaction in stray you're you're doing quite a bit but you know there still is a lot of like the the narrative to it but like with batman it's just like okay i'm walking i'm pushing these buttons now cool i can make it a conversation decision you know so as far as i know there's is no movement in as does falls it's just literally like a narrative story thing a narrative story thing where you make choices. I could be wrong once again, because I haven't been able to play it. Thank you, freaking Microsoft. Fix your Game Pass app. So what you're saying is it's like the country music of Game Pass games. No, I, I really want to play it, mostly for the achievement points, because I'm pretty sure it's just to like complete the <laughs> game and you get a thousand. I'm going to go get that achievement in Stray right now. First try. No, you're not. First try. First try. <laughs> uh, um, but that's out. That's out. So it, it's reviewed pretty well. Uh, a lot of outlets are saying probably, you know, story of the year. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll check it out just because, you know, it's free to try it. Yeah, like play a chapter or two. I heard the chapters aren't long. They're like 40 minutes. Sure. Makes sense. You know, it might it might get you and you were like, I, I want to see where this goes. I want to I want to see what happens. Yeah. So there's that. Very nice, very nice. Very I nice. Uh, I did I did play. Oh man, I'm sorry. Bad time to stretch. Oh my goodness. Um, I did play Hypercharge Unboxed a little bit. Um, super fun. Super fun. Super fun. I played the tutorial. I played for probably a couple hours. I got a little lost in it after the tutorial because I the missions just kept going. Like it just kept giving me like new missions after oh, I would get a medal like, or something. Yeah. And I'm just and I'm just like, do I just keep? Playing? 
plane until I get to the end. And then after a couple hours, I was like, oh, this just keeps going. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Unlocked a bunch of stuff. Uh, the guns are really cool. Like it was definitely fun hopping around. Like there's that one level where you're in the kid's bedroom and the, oh, little, yeah. sergeant, the little sergeant guy is like, Andy's going to be home soon. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> we're not Toy Story, but we're telling a story about toys. Yeah, but they definitely said Andy's going to be home soon. And I was just like, mm-hmm. wow wow yeah um but yeah it was pretty pretty fun and like all the little traps and stuff you can do in between uh in between things you know between the missions is, is a good time yep uh you definitely play more games than me because like i uh i played i played a lot like i just i bounced around a little bit definitely played god of war the most because i just that story got me again and i was just sucked back in and i actually didn't get very far but i did also start dragon's dogma and played like maybe 30 minutes of that um pretty cool i for, i forgot the uh the story the first story part of that game that like kind of kicks everything off before you pick your class like the stuff that happens with the dragon i forgot about oh, that yeah, yeah. and and i was like i was like oh yeah like that's the point of this game and i was like that's cool um but you know i was i was having some gamer add this week and was just like i want to play this now oh stray is out <laughs> yeah i played i played stray a little bit uh, and then, like I said, or I, I text you, I have a problem. Uh, somehow went down a For Honor rabbit hole. Uh, nice. Which that game is still good. I mean, they haven't, they have new characters every every season uh, that play a little different. I think this season's one's like some Egyptian character. Um, I mean, you really like that game. Like, I wouldn't say that's too far, too far away from, you know, what you normally like. Like, you're, you're a really big fan of that game. And you were the one that turned me on to it because I had heard about it. And you were like, no, man, it's really fun. Like, you got to play it. It's actually really deep. And it really is, you know, you pick a character and similar to uh, um, Outriders, like, you know, you pick a character and you kind of like learn that character if you want to actually be like decent at the game. Right. I think the shortfall of it is, you there is no variation like you're doing the same thing over and over and over again yeah uh, you know if you play the capture the or hold the points mode you every match you know exactly what you're doing um mm. where it gets fun is like <laughs> when you when you run into other players and you're getting like the double and triple teams and somehow you manage to pull off like a victory against three other people and you're like oh i feel like a god and then you get hit by a straight arrow and die i'm doing amazing right Uh, amazing very cool um i did play fall guys because my wife downloaded fall guys on the playstation for some reason oh sweet yeah yeah. we played it a lot when it first came out and uh now she's like re-addicted to it so she's been playing that and uh i'll occasionally go down there and watch her play and then when she dies pass me the controller it's my turn (laughs) that's yeah that's a goofy game i still have that installed i thought lily would like that she liked it somewhat but it's kind of challenging for younger kids because you know, it, <laughs> it is it is hard yeah she found an ipad game that's similar to it that she likes um but yeah fall guys is is rough but it's a cool one like i i had a good time playing that on game pass or i think it's on the epic game store it's free i believe now uh yeah yeah it's free to play for everybody yeah and i did play my last thing I played was one of our regular games. I, I played a very, very small amount of Destiny because there's the, the new Solstice event. So I turned it on, got my Solstice armor, which is just like you just walk to the tower and get that right away. And there's a new bonfire yep. Solstice event. So I did I did one round of the bonfire activity and I was like, oh, okay, like that was pretty fun, I guess. Like it was just, you know, the same thing as the Solstice from a year or two back whenever we last played it. 
Yeah, apparently it gets pretty grindy. And actually, most of the stuff you have to do to progress your solstice armor isn't centered around that activity. Really? Yeah, like it stops huh. being centered around that and starts being centered around doing patrols and other dumb bullshit like that. <laughs> I remember the the last time they had the solstice armor, I thought it was cool because it has like the, the holographic stuff that comes off your armor. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. rad. But then you look into what you have to do to get it. And I just remember being like, yeah, I'm not going to do this for just armor pieces. <laughs> Yeah, so like the the hook with this season is you, uh, you eventually start getting high stat armor pieces. Mm -hmm. So because you uh, it keeps dropping the solstice gear where you can craft it um, for high stats, like specifically put high stat roll and it'll roll high stats once you get to a certain point, which if you're into the min maxing, which we're not like, I don't even have some of the free weapons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it, I played a little bit of it too. I played one round of that. It was like, all right, cool. This is more the same as what they did last year. Uh, I'm in a weird spot with Destiny right now. Like, <laughs> uh, they desperately need to refresh something. The sure, like the story expansions are cool, and we really like the story expansion, right? But like, the like the the maps haven't changed in years. <laughs> you know, right? You're not you're not getting new multiplayer maps. The multiplayer activities they're all the same. If you've done one you know, patrol, you've done them all type deal. Uh, it is in desperate need of like a refresh. I agree. Um, you know, it's, it's really, really, really hard to grind it out. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know they get paid for it, but I don't know how the destiny streamers and destiny YouTubers like continue to play it. Like, cause I would just, cause their paycheck thing. depends on it. Like, yeah. That's it. They're playing it because if they don't like they, they don't get paid. Right. No, I, I get, I get that. I'm just saying like, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're tired of like, you mm -hmm. know, something coming out. They immediately get the good armor. They immediately get the good weapons. They immediately beat the raid, whatever. And there's just like nothing left to do. Cause like I get tired of it, just playing it casually. And that's a, that's a rough spot to be in. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, they did. Did you see they announced an event for August? I think it's 23rd or 24th. I did not. Yeah, so it's their next like live stream where they're going to talk about the next expansion for next year called Lightfall. Ooh, that's cool. That's uh, cool yeah, and then they're going to talk about the, the upcoming season that'll bring you into Lightfall. Very cool. I'm I'm in a weird spot with games in general, man. Like, I still like playing them, but more and more like family stuff starts getting in the way, and like yeah. I become less and less interested in like playing things. No, I hear you. Most of my gameplay that I did, I did. When 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 did I when did I play the most? I think it was like Monday. Uh, I don't remember now. Maybe Sat. I don't know. Like it was early in the week. I, I've already lost track of my days, but it was earlier in the week because when I did like basically all of that, and then the second half of the week, I didn't touch those games at all because I was just with my daughter and we were doing things constantly. And you know, families important time with your kids is important you know games are great games are super fun but it's definitely not the not the priority you know what i mean right and most of my gaming happens when everybody's asleep so it's like late at night here for me it'll be like yep. 11 p.m and then i'm like okay well if everybody's gonna be asleep now i can play some games but then half the time i end up just watching youtube <laughs> like <laughs> that's what i did like when my daughter went to bed um think it was i think it was sunday yeah it must have been like sunday evening i think when she went to bed that's when i probably played the most god of war and just kind of lost track of time and you know did did some stuff progressed the story did a little bit of this a little bit of that and i'm like oh it's uh it's 1 a.m i should go to bed because i have to work tomorrow yeah it's uh it's bedtime 
Um, yeah. I've been trying to get more sleep too, which, right. You know, just trying to be healthier overall in general. It's, it's pretty bad when I'm averaging like three hours a night. Yeah. Games, games will be there. You know, they're, they're fun, but it's, it's hard to play as much as I used to. And even like, even the, the collectibles and stuff like, you know, God of War second playthrough. I'm just like, uh, I'm I don't just going to do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm just going to go for the end of the game, finish the story, complete it a second time and call it good. And if I ever want to go back, the collectibles will still be there. You know? Right. Like I think the next big game, it's probably going to be Spider-Man, but that's like a single player game. There's no yep. co-op there. Um, I'm very excited for that and very excited for the, the Last of Us remake we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So on the Last of Us remake, uh, you probably, because you don't follow the game news like I do. Um, I do not. So there was a leak early in the week where someone claimed that, because uh, when, well, preface this, when Naughty Dog announced this, they were like, hey, it's been, it's a Last of Us remake. Um, and they, I, I can't find it now, but I was almost positive they, they had mentioned like gameplay changes that they were going to update the gameplay to be in line with The Last of Us Part Two. Okay. Right. Um, they, you know, they explicitly said, hey, we didn't redo any of the, uh, the voice acting or the motion capture. We're just using AI to update it. Okay. And, and then obviously there would be a visual overall. So <laughs> they announced this, they, they say it's 70 bucks. And they name it Last of Us Part One Remake. Okay. Right. So this leaker comes out and he said, hey, it's got updated visuals, accessibility options, uh, but there are no gameplay improvements. Okay. Right. And then they updated enemy AI. So the enemy is a little more aggressive. Um, Oh, good. Just what we needed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then they updated your buddy AI. So, like, you know, if Ellie's following you, she has a more updated AI, so she's not standing out in the open type deal. Okay. Um, and that's it. Right? Okay. So for a game that most people didn't think needed a remake anyway, because like you were saying before we started recording, uh, the game still looks incredible, right? Yeah, uh, it does. And you can you can play Last of Us Part 1 remastered right now on PlayStation Plus. Okay. So... That was a leak. Everybody was like, that's not worth $70. Uh, and then Sony releases the gameplay features video, which pretty much confirms everything the leaker said. And people are very, very upset that Sony wants you to pay $70 for this. How do you, how do you feel about that? I'm not surprised by it, honestly. I mean, I think 70 is like the going price for the PS5 games. It's definitely a mainline playstation franchise and from from somebody that's played the game fully and i actually got the platinum trophy in that game that's how much i played it on on ps3 um i i think it's 100 worth full price for like a day one release especially being like a remaster um or you know redone so i i'm not upset by it because i think i know how much value is there in terms of gameplay especially if the multiplayer is still included it's not okay well that's a bit of a bummer yep so, and, and I'm going to hit on something you just said. You said a remaster, right? Yeah. Keep in mind that they build this as a remake. And that's true. It's called they Last of Us call... Part 1 Remake. Like as in ground up remake. But all the features they've listed, in my opinion, this is a remaster. And I think that most mm. of the anger comes from how it was labeled. They labeled it a remake. 
And I yeah. think if you had just said, hey, Last of Us Part 1 remastered for PS5, you know, like mm-hmm. you could still charge $70 for it. And people are still going to be like, well, I'm not paying $70 for a remaster, right? But maybe, just maybe the anger would be a little bit less. Sure. Just the marketing could have been done better. Right. Like it's just a marketing mishap, I think, really. And, and you look at other games like Final Fantasy VII Remake, that is a remake. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's a good that's a good comparison. It's not a Final Fantasy VII remaster. Like it is a ground up, completely different. Like this is Final Fantasy VII, but not the Final Fantasy VII I grew up with, kind of a thing. Right. So I, when you have games like that out there, with the with a, a label of remake, and how much that game is just improved, and it is a complete remake, it is yeah. very hard to take a game and say we updated the visuals, we added accessibility options, and we tweaked the AI and call it a remake but there's haptic feedback for the giraffe petting right but like in my opinion most of these most of these features is something that you would get in a remaster right yeah nothing nothing about this game screams remake to me it's the same story the same cutscenes, updated visuals improved ai and accessibility options I guess I'm just not surprised by the price because I feel like, you know, just again, like first party title, Nintendo or whatever, they're going to, they're going to charge like full price right out the gate, you know, for those kind of games. But I do see what, I do see what you're saying. And like I was saying, when I watched the, tra- the trailer for it, like I, I, the graphics are better, but it was hard for me to be like, this is night and day better because it's like the graphics on PS3 and the, the remake for PS4 are phenomenal. Like they are absolutely stunning. Like it was one of the best looking games when it came out and it's still, one of the best looking games on the console so like i'm sure there's some improvements but for me it wasn't like holy cow this is completely different right it's i don't know it's it's just one of those things like they've already people have already paid for this game twice yeah exactly that's a that's a good way to put it (laughs) because like if you're a fan of the last of us you've already bought it twice because you bought it on ps3 then you got your new shiny ps4 and you Mm. bought the remaster right because it unlocked like 60 frames a second instead of 30 and and it was smoother animations and now they're doing the same thing again but if i remember the remaster wasn't even 60 bucks no i don't think it was i I remember it being like 40 right it was like 40 bucks and so i think a lot of people are like you're doing the same thing again but you're charging me 70 dollars like this is a full price brand new game now i mean if you've never played the last of us because a lot of people you know weren't old enough to play it when it came out or whatever yeah. And do you have a PS5? By all means, it's worth all $70. Yeah. But if you've played The Last of Us, right, and you've played the remaster or whatever, unless you really want to experience the upgraded visuals, is it worth 70 bucks? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, or you're a super fan. If you're a super fan, that's great. But uh, one of the things people love about the first one so much is the factions mode, and that is not included. See, that to me is just, that's just dumb. It's like people have the PS5, they have internet. The multiplayer of the first Last of Us was one of the things that took me the longest to get the platinum because you got to play through it twice. But it, it's one of the only multiplayer games or modes I've, I've ever played where it actually made a difference like how you played 
and what you did because like after every match that you played there were like rations that mm-hmm. you got for your faction that you were playing with yeah. and and if you didn't play well like if you had a really bad match it was worse than just like oh my score is bad because you wouldn't get rations people in your camp would start to die and starve or whatever and if everybody in your camp died like you had to start over you were done like yeah. you had to make you had to make it a certain amount of days to like fully beat that faction from what i remember and then to get the platinum you had to do that twice you had to do it like once on the good side and once on like the bad side so to speak so every single match felt felt like survival felt like really high stakes like i need to focus and play well otherwise people in my camp are going to die and i'm not going to you know level up and and get the platinum like it was it was intense yeah so so i think i don't know i i think it's just a marketing mishap if you would have just named it remastered and said yeah it's a 70 dollar remaster here it is like people would probably be a little less upset and, and like there's uh, some people I follow on Twitter that are really into like accessibility options because they have disabilities like to them that $70 price tag is worth it right because they need mm. those accessibility options to be able to finally play the game but I don't need accessibility options so that does nothing for me there's no dollar value there for me yeah you know so there's going to be value in it in different areas for everybody right it does look the, the upgraded visuals look great they look you asked me if i was gonna buy it I, I told you i probably will but i don't know if it'll be a day one purchase but I, I do really really like that game and for as much as we bagged on the second um last of us the first one re- really is a masterpiece <laughs> the, the, like, the second one can suck it that game is horrible it's not horrible it is just not it's not a fun game no, I the first one, like, here's the best way I can put it. The first one, I did not want to end. The second one, I couldn't wait for it to be over. <laughs> yeah, it's in a, a, in a nutshell. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it is coming to PC, and I think I will get it on PC um, just because I want to be able to crank everything to a thousand. But this one goes to 11, right? Because uh, I like the frame rate modes for the PlayStation 5 are, uh, it's like, a dynamic 4k 60 or a locked 4k 30 yeah um and on my pc i'm going to be able to put it at you know 1440 100 thousand frames and and just go yeah it's gonna be good it's so gonna be good. i'm excited though i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna play it like that was I, I don't platinum a game unless i really 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 like that game and and that was a fun one to platinum and it was probably one of the last ones i like dumped a ton of time into it was it was a great time yeah, so there's that. That's like the big the big news for the week is everybody was pissed that it's <coughs> excuse me. And, I'm, and allergic like I, to, I'm allergic to remasters. Yeah, like I understand their <laughs> frustrations, and I, I think they're 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 voicing their frustrations is valid. Some people are being a little toxic, um, sure. but yeah, like is this is this what we're gonna get going forward uh, from Sony? Is every uh, every every re release is seventy bucks, even if the the upgrades are like an update you know right <laughs> and what you're talking about you know unfor- <clears throat> unfortunately is nothing new it's like the you know the cash grab like stuff coming out just to come out like that kind of a stuff it is it's always been a thing and it's it's very frustrating you know in uh in music and in games and in everything it's like oh like you know you see it all the time with vinyls now it's like oh this hasn't been repressed in 20 years now we're repressing it here's all these variants 500 copies good luck nerds yeah 500 copies and then and then those sell out and it's like here's 500 more and it's like okay now you guys are just like you know it's frustrating 
Hey, let's take a pause real quick and I'll be right back. Okay. After a message from our non-existent sponsors. <laughs> and we're back. How do you like back the, again. the words back. from our non-existent sponsors? Tell a friend. <laughs> oh, this looks uh, like a job for me. So uh, the last thing I wanted to, to bring up is they added Discord integration into Xbox. Like into the games? Yeah. So so the way it works is you have to start your Discord call from your phone like uh-huh. or the app on your phone, but then you can transfer your, like, your voice call over uh-huh. to the console so you can communi- communicate with your Discord friends. That's really cool. So, like so a, whether, a seamless way to do it. Yeah. So whether you're playing on uh, PC or Xbox, um, you just start your Discord call from your phone and then you just move it over to your game or move it over to the Xbox. Okay. Yeah. That's actually really cool. Here's here's the crazy part is everybody's confused why Xbox is getting this first because Sony apparently invested like a hundred million and has like an exclusive Discord partnership. Okay. So they invested money in the company and they have a partnership with Discord, yet they have no Discord app or uh, chat integration. I think the the biggest thing to come out of that was you could upload clips from your PlayStation 5 to your Discord. (laughs) Whoa. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So people are like, uh, you know, my guess is, is Sony's probably waiting for there to be like a Discord app that just works on the console, which they don't have yet. Sure. Um, But... Also, Sony is like notoriously horrible when it comes to to like innovating on the on the the app or like integration front in general. I mean, we're talking about a company that took two generations to allow you to change your your uh, profile name, and even then, it broke like ninety percent of the games. <laughs> like, if you change it, your game just won't work. <laughs> so yeah. So oh, my, I, I remember that that was like such a huge deal when they were like coming coming today you can change your name and people are like and and they're like that that's it and and if you do be be advised your game might not work <laughs> didn't it cost money too or did they let you yeah, do it, it was, one time for free I think they let you do it one time for free and then after that it was a uh, like ten dollars yeah it was like ten bucks. Yeah, um, I remember I, when that came out. That was so funny. People are just like, you can change your Xbox or your uh, PlayStation gamer tag now, and you're like, cool. I've been able to do that for years on everything. <laughs> um, like Steam is real easy. I can go in there and change it right now. Free ninety nine. So, so uh, but yeah, so I, I think, uh, or there just might be a technology or technology limitation with running uh, Discord chat on the PlayStation. Maybe something to do with their their the way their parties are set up. Like they can't get it to work right. There's got to be yeah. a reason, right? Because you would figure Discord would want to be everywhere. Sure. Um, but right now it's only on Xbox and it's only for, uh, it's on the preview program, but I guess it's rolling out uh, to everybody soon. That's pretty rad. That's actually a really cool piece, of, <clears throat> cool piece of news. I did not know about that, but that is actually really exciting because uh, I use Discord a lot and I think having to be able to easily integrate it like that sounds really, really cool. And if they can do that with more games, that's going to be, Awesome, because then it'll just eliminate the need for like you know all the mic issues that people have when you're trying to like game with your friends. Yeah, and and uh, I don't know, like with everything being crossplay nowadays, you know, it just makes sense. Totally, that's awesome, dude. I yeah. like it a lot. But that's it for the news. I'm sure there was bigger stories out there, but I've been busy uh, 
and really kind of un- unplugged from from the, <laughs> the media a little bit. That's okay. I've been busy as well. And I think, I think this is a fun episode. I think this is a, a different one. And we talked about games a lot, talked about some old music. Like I thought it was really cool and I enjoyed it. So I think, you know, that's what I like about doing the podcast. It's just every week is different and it's fun. And, you know, hopefully people enjoyed listening and found some new stuff that you're going to check out, some new music, new games, um, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And we didn't get any emails, unfortunately. I did check. So it's all right. I t- when he took our break, I cried, but it's fine. I'm good now. Don't cry for me. Not email. What? Because I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Lily, Lily heard uh, the Eleven D Seven remake of that song, which is super good. And so she's talking to Andrea, and she's like, "She's like, mommy, have you heard that teenage dirtbag song?" (laughs) Like, I'm like, "Uh, uh oh, uh oh. And (laughs) hey, if if, did you see uh, Alex Melton has a. A uh, new a new cover out. If Blink One Eighty Two did Scrubs by TLC, yes, and that one is amazing. It's I also so like good, the one he, I also like the one he did last week that I forgot to talk about, where he did um, Fireflies by Owl City in eight different drum styles. Oh, we did, huh? Yeah, it's it's amazing. So he takes eight famous drummers and he plays the whole Firefly song by Owl City in a punk rock, you know, Alex Melton version. And then like every 30 seconds or so, he switches drummer styles. And of course, Travis Barker's in there. He's in there like twice. So it's really cool to hear like what Fireflies would basically sound like if Blink did it kind of a thing. It, it's really cool. And he does like, um, you know, Foo Fighters and just all the very popular drummers. It's It's awesome. That's dope yeah so check that out but yeah this has been fun man so please please reach out to us let us know what you think of the podcast listen on spotify or apple leave a review if you'd like that would be super helpful um yeah hit us up so our email is at or wow dude start emails with that yes it's the mhh podcast at that's where the at goes gmail.com and then our Twitter handle is the same thing, VMHH podcast. And let us know what you think we should play, what we should be listening to. Let us know what you're playing. Um, let us know if you like the show and if we should do anything different and uh, we'll ignore it. <laughs> or we'll try to integrate it and probably fail miserably. We'll definitely try. We, we do want to keep making this better and more fun and, and figure out this format and, you know, just keep tweaking it. And I think we'll get there. But uh, bottom line is we're enjoying it. We're having fun. And we hope you guys are too. And that's going to do it. That'll do Remember, it. Uh, don't listen to Jimmy Eat World because they suck. Nick is wrong. <laughs>